<laughs> I hear an echo. It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know how she did that. She's magical. Oh my, that tastes great. How many of you have um, either been at the table or run past or biked past the table where there are people doing this? Handing out water during a race. It's such a wonderful moment. I hope someone takes mine. I hope someone takes mine. <laughs> and for anyone who's been in the race, it's like, oh, how much farther is that table? Where is the water station? I've been reading an essay by Mark Nepo. Mark Nepo is a poet and philosopher who later in life um, experienced grave illness, and that just changed, as it does all of us, how he viewed the world and what he wrote. And he's written an essay charging us to love like water. And the whole point of handing out this water at a race is you don't know who's going to take your cup, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one bit. And as someone in that race, you're trusting that there's going to be someone to help you. So he talks about water as a miracle. The miracle of water one miracle of water is that it will find itself in any container, whether that container is one of our utilitarian plastic pitchers or maybe something a little more elegant or maybe something dreadful and ugly. Water doesn't care. It can be a flat field. It could be your basement, or maybe your kitchen, or that puddle that you drive by every day because you know underneath it is a pothole. But water, it doesn't matter. It will seep. It just needs the tiniest crack. That's the miracle of water, that it will find that empty place and run down. And the other miracle of water as everyone who knows from throwing stones in ponds or trying to figure out, you scientist-minded type, what is the volume of this? Well, put it in there and measure the water before and after, and you know. But what the water has done is surrounded that rock. Water surrounds. It's not skeptical. It's not judgmental. It doesn't matter what it surrounds. So that's why we have to think of love 
why we are charged to love like water. The container does not matter. We do spend a lot of time parsing who we should love. And I think our work here is to love like water and not parse quite so much. We tend to judge, worry about experience, whether they're worthy of our love. Are they going to love us back? As Brian Stevenson remind us, and I remind you and I remind myself, the person who lies is not a liar, still worthy of our love. The child born here of immigrant parents is worthy of our love. Oh, that person that just ticked you off and said the meanest stuff still shares your humanity and is worthy of your love. And the sages throughout the ages know and remind us that the more you love, the more it comes back to you, so there is more. That's the glow of everyone who knows that secret of water. I love that we're doing this water ceremony. And even though it feels new, you know, we come from ancient traditions. And the Hebrew Bible is born out of a desert people. So in it are all these rituals involving water. When you welcome someone, the hospitality is to take their sandals off and wash their feet because they're covered with dust. I just saw a friend who was at Burning Man, a picture she posted on Facebook, and she said, this is what we looked like before the dust because they spend days out on the desert, and by the end, they're all kind of the same sandy color. And it's why in the Jewish tradition there is a mikvah, a ritual bathing. We're all familiar with Christianity and baptism. You are welcomed into the, into the community with water because water is so precious. And we have this misguided notion that, okay, I'm tired of being hurt and if I just withhold my love, it won't hurt so much. And it's a false notion. And if you think of that love like water and imagine a shriveled plant, it is the invisible drops of water that will revive it and bring it back. That's the other miracle of water is you don't always see the work that it's doing. It's underground. I can't tell you how many times I've overwatered my plants because... You know, if it's not wet on top, it certainly can't be. But no, water is smarter than I am. So I am sure all of you have experienced that moment where someone loved you when you felt unlovable. And it is that same feeling of a plant that's like this. And you just put a little water in and it's like this. It is the miracle of water. Water. 
and the miracle of love. So as we start out our new church year, that's the image I hope we hold on to, that we are here to love like water. And our other task, like the runners in the race, is not just to hand water to others. We're Unitarian Universalists, and we've been given brains, and we've been charged with using them. So our task is to go, okay, there is clean water here. Who doesn't have clean water and why? So our job is to dig beneath the layers and love requires us to get proximate, to figure out why, what are the policies that are keeping me from having or someone else nearby from having crystal clear, clean, life-giving water. So I'm not just making an ecological sermon, but saying it's the metaphor for all of the ways we hand out put out our hands and give something life-giving and figure out why might this person not have access to this cup when I do. So that's our task. May we love like water. May it be so.